rugby, 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 rugby. Kevin Putt joins us now to talk about, well, rugby. We'll look back at last night. We'll look back at the horror of Saturday night and look forward to a rather unpalatable fixture coming up on Friday before the big dance next weekend. G'day, Putty. How are you, mate? Yes, yeah, strong. Thanks, Darth. That's what I like to hear. So I suppose first up, let's let's hit it where it really hurts. The All Blacks, well, they just got beaten up by a better team, didn't they? And I get the feeling most people are cool with that. They've kind of accepted the fact that on their day, England were just too goddamn strong. I, I think there'll be a lot of disappointment, but that's because of you know how well we've played this tournament uh, after thumping uh, Ireland. We look like we were on a real flow, but you, you just can't argue. We were beaten in the lineouts. Their defence absolutely nullified our attack. Their, their kicking and territorial game, look, it was a better team, and that's what sport's about. You know, you try and win the big ones. We weren't good enough on that day, mate. Can you pinpoint or isolate a particular area that was surprising you with our, with our a lack of results, if you will, or somewhere you thought maybe we might actually be able to get a job done? Yeah, look, I, I've got to be honest. Um, you know, you've always opinionated <laughs> and you're looking at things. But when I saw the lineouts and I saw the first four and we, we sort of struggled or lost, the, you know, three of them, I thought, blimmin' heck, that's it. You know, they talk about the simple things in the big games. Get your first phase at least have parity. Get your own ball and, uh, you know, get your go for it. We got no go for it because we got no uh, first phase ball. We were just under pressure. Um, we were beaten up at rucks. Again, it sounds like I'm being negative, but instead I'm actually just really uh, impressed with how England fronted for that game and just tactically just smacked it. Were they just better prepared? Did Eddie Jones win the coaching battle in essence? Well, I I think half of that might be... Well, sorry, you you can't put portions to it, but when you see Barrett come off at half-time and Kane go on, you you sort of see the All Blacks go, well, there's a hand up there, I've, I've got that one wrong. When you see us give four turnovers in the first half by, you know, two open side flankers playing out of their skin against us and, and we've got Artie running around the pitch and we don't have, you know, Sam Kane who's been the best seven in New Zealand. People will argue Sadi, uh, Artie is, but that's running with a ball in hand. And, you know, this is this is the BL and the end all. Um, I, I think we may have got a couple of things right. I, I struggle, though, to give uh, Eddie Jones too much credit for it. I think, <laughs> I, I think it needs to be shared by a few people. How did the line-out go so badly wrong? When you look at it, it was, I, I was sure of it last week. I'm, I'm not alone on this one. A lot of people chest-beating. Look at the size of the line-out. Look at the jumpers we've got. Look at the options we have. Yeah. But it yeah. didn't work. What, what did they forget to jump? Did they come oh, in half no. baked? Were they overpowered? No, no. Das, this is where credit goes to opposition. It was more their contesting game. I, I, I also, I, I haven't gone back and, and rewatched it. You know, it's it's sort of death by video at the moment. But um, I, if you actually have a look at how high they were getting, I swear they must have been lifting on people's ankles. They were getting their guys so high up in the air, and I'm just in awe of of how they executed. But um, they were just you know, exceptionally good. And the other thing was, we tend to work our way out of it. You know, we'll take a few risks. Other teams won't. We take a few risks. We just, every time we tried to move the ball, we, we had people in our face. There was pressure constantly. Uh, yeah, look, it's just one of those that doesn't make us suddenly a bad team, but you dumped that game because we were beaten. Here we were. Kevin Putt joins us as uh, we just pick over the records, the corpse of that game, uh, if you will. And, and you're right about things not going right, and that that's absolute suffocating midfield defence. Richie Moanga turns to pass behind him. There's a guy in white already there. I've got to say, 
the timing of their runs was quite superb. That's a lot of practice, 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 isn't it, to get it that right, to be that far up but not be offside. Well, look, God forbid that you try and make a comparison for a team, and it sounds like I'm insulting, but you'll go back to where Japan uh, bet uh, Ireland, and they said, look, Ireland been preparing for a week. Uh, we've been preparing for two years for this game. It was nearly the same. Uh, Eddie Jones hinted, uh, you know, certainly alighted to the fact that they've been preparing. They knew if they had to win the World Cup, they had to beat New Zealand at some stage, and uh, they've been preparing this game for a long time. John Mitchell, defensive guru in there, um, you know, they, they just did their homework well. That they, I think they could guess exactly what the shape of the team was going to look like. And um, without wanting to, to put blame on people, their go forward was based on targeting flipping Richie Moanga, who, you know, he's a brave, brave young man, but uh, isn't going to be your greatest defender. So they were just clever, mate. Yeah, outthought, outplayed. It, it does stick in your throat, but I think... <laughs> I suppose at least it wasn't like last night's game. I mean, you're going you're gonna to love the result, Putty, of course, all the time you spend in South Africa and, uh, and marvellous for the Republic to defend the honour of the Southern Hemisphere in the final next year. But, whew, that was a drudge, wasn't it? Oh, look, it, it was on the, the other side of the ledger. We just talked about the England game. The other thing was at least England played and, and they played well. This other game was one of, goodness me, we don't want to make a mistake. And if you have a look at it, I'd say the error rate was immense with the amount of pressure that was coming on, but really very, very little actual play. Um, South Africa scored a, a great try with Delunde, but I say a great try. That they were actually just playing out from a penalty. There was no intention of actually running to score a try and flip me. They, they end up getting in. It was, it really was a non-event as a game, but it was a wonderful contest. If that makes any sense. Yeah. So you look at that game, and and, and you're not hardly going to have kids um, running down to the park now to practice their box kicks and marks <laughs> because I mean that's all that was about. But but they've got now they've got through to a final. What do they have to bring through to that final? Do you think South Africa that they just couldn't get going up against Wales that that might change it because they play like that against England. They're poked. Well, it's strange you say that. Um, I would say that South Africa could quite easily go in with a very similar uh, put the, you know, their defence, uh, they think is their strength, but I think they were exposed quite um, quite a lot by, by Wales when they put the ball wide, especially to the left. Um, you're dead right. I wouldn't believe that they would win a World Cup like that. But having said that, I thought New Zealand would make the final. So who am I to say much? <laughs> There's a lot of that questioning going on right now around everybody, eh? Because everything was was set up for an outrageous run into the final, and it just stopped. Now these guys have got to pick it all up, put it in their kit bag, and play in a third and fourth game. How tough! You think we're oh. suffering? Oh, look, that must be just like getting a good kick in the ghoulies after you've just already fallen over. Um, it's it's it's. It's going to be a hard one. But having said that, um, it will be one of those games where pressure's off. Um, I'm sure there'll be a few fresh faces that will lift the enthusiasm of the boys on it. Yes, it won't be the greatest uh, occasion, you know, not the one you want to be there for. But one thing that uh, All Blacks are renowned for is their professionalism and uh, the desire to never, ever get it wrong, even if it's a third and fourth playoff. Yeah, and they'll want to leave with guys like Kieran Reid and Steve Hansen with something to smile about, as small as the yeah. smile is going to be. It's uh, been a lot talk about Hansen's legacy and about how even a failure at this World Cup it won't dent that. Do you believe that he'll still go out going as being one of the greats? 
Well, I, I really do. And, and I mean, statistically, it's 100% correct. Um, there's no question of the calibre of the coach. Um, I think, though, that like Joe Smith, in the same uh, event that we've gone through, his statistics will show he's the best Irish coach result-wise it's ever been, but that never will untarnish that one game. And I'm sure that'll be Steve's, you know, shags, blooming uh, cross to bear for the rest of his life. But that said, I, I think that he does need to be sent off well, and I'm sure the players will respond to that. Mm. And look, he's got a World Cup. In fact, he's been involved in a couple of them. It's not like he yeah, left yeah. empty-handed. It just didn't quite leave on those terms. And now the big discussion is, does this have any bearing at all, do you believe, Kevin Putt, on the selection of the next All Blacks coach? Or do you believe that was locked up and decided well before this thing, uh, well, that got knocked out? Well, look, I'd like to think that they've learnt from the, the, the repeat time when they had the failure with um, Graham Henry and they, they put the boys back in. I'm quite sure that one game will not now determine the whole path that they go in terms of appointment and recruitment and all of these things. I would like to think that New Zealand rugby has come a long way since those days and they'd be fairly clear in their mind. That doesn't mean I'd necessarily agree with which route they're taking, but um, I, I'd, I'd have to respect the fact that uh, they're not going to be shock jocks at this stage and, and, and respond to you know one game as if suddenly uh, uh, all that work for four years has gone wrong. So you look back at this particular tournament, and well, it's not finished yet. There's still a couple of games to go, and we know how keen you are for a South African victory, but what did the tournament say to you about the state of rugby globally? Well, I've got to be honest, Das, this is something that we've socially been talking about. You know, I'm, I'm coaching in this 1A, which is a school league uh, within Auckland, and we, we think that that's a fairly strong competition. But it's nearly like that World Cup. There's a lot of uh, conservative rugby that is played for the fear of making mistakes, and uh, you'd love to nearly see where, where people would express themselves a bit more and it's wonderful when we went to nationals you see some of the teams around the country playing a lot more expansively what will this world cup reflect in my eyes unfortunately a heck of a lot of box ticking from nine not a lot of rugby being played and then you'll remember those great games japan their way they play new zealand although the loss will probably overshadow the the great quality of play we've seen as well